Welcome to Motherhood Mental Health with me. I'm your host, Jeanette Binion, and today I'm going to be talking about all things perimenopause. So, um, firstly, just to let you know, I'm talking really low because my daughter's sleeping. But, so, I'm 44, and I realized that, I did a Google the other day, perimenopause symptoms start between 40 and 44. So that means I'm right in the thick of it. Um, potentially, and I thought it, I thought I should talk about this because it's something that is going to happen to me, and it seems a bit crazy, though, because I've got a 13, 14-month-old, so I don't actually feel mentally ready to even be thinking about something like this, because I've only just, I'm only just sort of getting myself together, you know, birth and is such a traumatic, physically, emotionally, mentally changing um, time. And so I'm only just adjusting to this sort of new motherhood phase. So to be thinking about another change that's going to be happening to me is a little bit overwhelming. And I feel like I'd rather stay in the place of denial that it's not going to happen. Um, but I know in the long run that that isn't really going to be in my best interest. And I really believe that t- transitionary periods in life are, for me, are really important times and opportunities for me to, I think, I think when transitions happen in life, I think it's easier to adapt and you have a smooth transitionary period if there's sort of like a, a smooth, soft onboarding or changing process or basically an opportunity to to get ready for the change that's coming and then hopefully as the change happens it's sort of a smoother move to the next phase as opposed to just wake up one day and it just hits you Um, so knowing that means that I do need to face the fact that menopause is coming um, whether I like it or not and what can I do to put myself in the best place or position for smooth transition? And I think the first thing is just trying to get more knowledge about what's happening and what's going to happen. Um, sort of be honest with my feelings. And as I said, you know, I really don't feel ready. I do feel a bit anxious about this because, I mean, I know I definitely don't want to have children, any more kids. I'm really done. However, the thought of never having kids again, the thought of that door closing forever shut is a bit scary. And also, really, it, it's making me think, well, this is the beginning of the third chapter, the final chapter of life, my life, in that, you know, early years and then midlife and then the later years. And, and all that brings me, you know, think makes me think about the end and my mortality, which is really scary, but I do try to keep it in view because it helps me put things and keep things in perspective. The fact that I guess it's all gonna we're gonna die one day, and so how do I want to live my every every day? How do I want to spend my hours? So, thinking about that. I went online and I had to look at some of the symptoms because, as I said, I still can't believe that this is imminent for me, being 44. 
but you know on the ment- on the NHS website it talks about mental health symptoms and physical symptoms and also you know I've been thinking really that I need to get a grip on sort of a healthy lifestyle eating and exercise because I don't really do anything I'm just so tired by the end of the day and I just you know I'm just trying to get the house together um, I'm trying to make healthy choices but it's not um, a priority and I really feel like I need to make it a priority and it's November now so I'm hoping that by January I might be able to get myself together to try and at least incorporate some exercise and also try to start looking at my diet but um, and the reason why I talk about healthy living is because I know one of the symptoms I read on here is sort of muscle aches and joint joint pains and I also read that by doing weight-bearing exercise like resistance training or just walking and um, something with weights it's a good way to help and also eating things with high with lots of calcium it's a good way to protect your bones and this joints feeling of joints and pains again I'm finding that I have way more sort of twitches like I wake up my back sore my lower back hurts um, I have more pulls and I know these are also signs of aging which I don't, I don't really want to admit to but I think it's a reality which means what can I do to kind of help myself so that's one thing but you know there's some mental health symptoms that come along with being perimenopausal which I really don't think I have the energy to deal with any of this stuff but it's sort of things like changes to your mood low mood anxiety and also problems with memory and concentration and I've just had a huge you know, mental health challenge shift with postnatal depression and getting through miscarriages and things like that. So I I don't have, I don't feel like I have any of these symptoms, um, but it's, it's something to be aware of for me. And then other physical symptoms like hot flushes and difficulty sleeping and heart palpitations and headaches and changing in weight gain and body shape and skin and reduced sex drives and and I've heard of the vaginal dryness and pain during sex but I there's a lot of these and also recurrent UTIs I've never I've never heard that that could potentially be an issue but I don't have any of these symptoms that I'm looking at and it's all very vague as to whether how long which symptoms I might get and how long I might get these symptoms for, which makes sense. I I guess it's a bit like pregnancy that, you know, not everybody goes through pregnancy in the same way and and you might have some symptoms and some people may not have others. So I get that. Their suggestions on how to deal with it include, well, exercise. I don't, sometimes I find, sometimes I find some of these healthcare um, advice or their solutions not very helpful I guess maybe because we know I know it all but knowing and doing are just two different things the things that get plenty of rest I remember they said that when you have a baby get plenty of rest it's almost a no-brainer but how do you do that when life gets so hectic and main things I'm reading are have a healthy diet have calcium rich food exercise regularly talk to people go through the same things so 
two things for me. These are my two takeaways. One, I'm going to be talking to people as I, I strongly believe talking to people about what I'm going through is really helpful for me. So that's what I want to try to start doing. And really in a nutshell, I think all this is leading towards actually getting healthier um, and becoming more conscious with the foods I eat and how to eat better and incorporate this in my life. So those are my two takeaways. I would love to hear anybody's perimenopausal story and menopausal story. It's almost like I feel like I'm looking out for something, but I don't know what to look out for. Maybe it's a bit like, and I just had a, a flashback to when I first got my periods when everybody was so excited. And I used to be so, all my friends were like, oh, when's your period coming? You know, who's got their period, who hasn't? And it was something to look forward to. I mean, I don't feel the same way like this with this, but it's almost like, I'm at a bus stop waiting for something, but I actually don't know what it looks like. And so I'm on a journey to try to figure that out. So I think talking to people or listening to people's stories about what does it look like? Because I'm also, there's an awareness that it's not just going to come at once. Um, and it's a gradual process. I understand it might take some months or years for the change to happen, um, which might be a better thing because it might give... I don't know whether it gives you time to adapt. I don't know. But anyway, do share this with your friends if you enjoy my content. Thanks.